hello, I'm Robert Ince, and uh, I'm co-presenter of a show called The Infinite Monkey Cage, and I came out, uh, I didn't come out, I haven't done that yet, but I'm thinking that in the middle age, but I came out to Australia last to see you all in March 2015. Oh, and so I'm uh, Matt Parker, a mathematician who was uh, conceived of and raised in Australia, but has spent the last decade in the United Kingdom, which is why I now sound completely British. Hang on, conceived of. I liked that. that. Yeah. I thought it was nice. The idea that his parents were like, let's come I had up with a, a short boy. notice. They were like, you know, what? Yeah. we have an idea for a human. <laughs> I am Trent Burton. I am producer for Trunkman Productions. We're producing the Cosmic Shambles live tour, as well as Cosmic Genome and Book Shambles and all such things. I am also originally from Australia. Hello, my name's Josie Long. I'm a stand-up comedian and I co-present Book Shambles with Robin Ince as well. Um, I've been to Australia a good few times for the Melbourne Comedy Festival. I'm a big fan, big fan of your short-lived raspberry flavour twirls, your caramella koalas. Big fan, 100% big fan. Um, <laughs> what about Tim Tams? Because Tim Tams for me, the raspberry Tim Tam... Um, was an absolute letdown. That was an airport purchase mistake. I'll tell you something for free. Them. The Raspberry Tim Tam, not a patch on the Raspberry Twelve. Also, a short-lived character I tried to play in Australia was, my name's Tim Tam. My parents weren't aware of the biscuit. I've heard all the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I miss a top deck, personally. But anyway. Oh, I love a top deck. Oh, do you know what I love? Favourite chocolate, the snack. Thank you. Not the British oh, snack, that's a snack. biscuit. The Australian snack that has pineapple fondant in it, which is perverse. Mm, so that is what we're hoping to tour Australia and New Zealand, talking about chocolate, but from a mathematical perspective, whenever Matt intervenes and explains Bums the geometry Union. of the chocolate bars. <laughs> well, totally I'm taking note so I can make sure you're welcomed at the airport by all of these treats. So. <laughs> <Don't worry. gasps> If it's a, 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 a man dressed as an enormous double chocolate Tim Tam, imagine that. <laughs> okay, well, first of all, let us know what is going to be going on with Cosmic Shambles Live, the tour that is coming to Australia, as you said. Uh, Robin was here last year and now he's returning with a whole bunch of guests. What kind of show can we expect? Well, we shambles is, is something that, you know, sometimes people go, it was a bit of a shambles. And we said, but that's why we put shambles in the title. It is with luck, a shambolic selection of, uh, in fact, not with luck, with extreme planning, um, a shambolic selection of many, many different ideas. Some of them will be scientific. Some of them will be comedic. Some of them will be musical. And at times they will all converge together. So it's something that I've been doing in the UK for about 10 or 11 years. And Josie has been with me for pretty much all of those different incarnations of uh, of just mashing up ideas you know in in the uk in london we've kind of got to the point where sometimes we have guest bands like the cure or new order and uh, and astronauts like chris hadfield and the idea is that people will leave the auditorium uh punch drunk and excited about being part of the universe uh, which is something that we need to do at the moment as so much of the rest of the world seems to have gone into a horrible dogmatic squall so, yes, I definitely think um, a show like Cosmic Shambles Live is, is needed here uh, in, in order to get our brains back into the right kind of mode of thinking, really. So what, what might we expect? You mentioned bands like The Cure and New Order. That's pretty astounding. Are there panels, uh, comedic bits? Do you just bring on The Cure and make them do a puppet show? What exactly goes on? Well, what happened in the, in the, the London version was we had uh, Brian Cox, Professor Brian Cox, who you may well remember as someone throwing graphs at a climate change. Uh, are we meant to call them sceptics? Uh, on Q&A. Um, yes. Yeah. 
pretty much a denying position. Yeah, he, he got very angry on Q and A and uh, and threw the graphs at him. But unfortunately, of course, because of air resistance, they didn't quite meet him and kind of fluttered down. Oh. But it was nevertheless beautiful, like a kind of American Beauty meets statistics moment. Um, <laughs> so we're um, hoping that uh, I mean, what happened there was Professor Brian Cox in, in the the London. I always have to say Professor Brian Cox because he's so pretty. Otherwise, people don't believe he's a professor. Um, but he uh, he did a jazz version of Love Cats with Robert Smith on vocals. So we will hopefully be able to mix up all the talents of everyone that we've got. You know, we've got Josie, obviously, and we've got, we've got uh, Matt Park with mathematics and uh, Lucy Green uh, in terms of looking at the uh, world and the universe astronomically and uh, Helen Chersky um, looking at the science of bubbles and other intrigues from physics. What are you thinking of doing, Josie? Well... Who knows? <laughs> no, I, 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 I was thinking because I sort of see my role on this tour, and indeed in the podcast that me and Robin make, and in everything that I do with Robin, as being a bit of a layman that's been brought in because I, I consider my knowledge of science uh, to be far inferior to anyone who we get to kind of interview and and uh, perform with. So. I think I I quite enjoy bringing like a a layman's position to the show. So I'd quite like to conduct my own little experiments on stage. Like in the past, I conducted an experiment to try and see if some ghosts, uh, if I could summon some ghosts onto the stage. Uh, It was mainly based around the joke, what do ghosts eat? Um, oh, because the the punchline is uh, spaghetti, as we as we all know. But I I tried to answer what the ghosts eat from like a number of different perspectives, like scientific, literary, and and then I left out some different foods on the stage to see where the ghosts would come and eat them. <laughs> and we could prove, for example, that they don't eat uh, apple puree just from the experiment itself and we left out a control for someone else to eat and stuff like that so I really like uh, I'd like to conduct some sort of whimsical experiments and um, also I mean I think what I enjoy doing is playing quite obnoxious silly characters as well like in the past I've um, played an astronaut who's from my home county of Kent who was very brash and very rude and very um, cruel and ignorant so I quite like the idea of playing a climate change denier on stage. I think what my my job is very much to um bring a bit of silliness and whimsy to the tour um from a slightly less informed perspective. Well, I'd say I I'd say we're double laymaning the uh, <laughs> show both you know. And also to to, to uh, be fair to Josie as well. She has uh, is far better at things like mathematics than me. She actually went off and decided to go back uh and do what what we call A levels over here. I'm not sure what what they are. Right, and she went and and did a, a uh, went back and did her exams, her, her and a whole course on mathematics, and that was a beautiful thing oh. to watch because the, again the excitement she had as she was returning mm-hmm. to, uh, to to numbers and and, and also, the whole structure of mathematics. Studying was really fantastic because I studied at a community college alongside loads of sixteen and seventeen year olds. So for that's such a fascinating experience, isn't it? Yes. I did graphic design and and radio with a whole bunch of people who are young enough to be yeah. And, and also children. you're invisible to them, yeah. so they don't realise that you they're letting you earwig. And yes, I remember and the absolute three and a half thousand people at the Apollo to do your homework. One I year. did, yeah. <laughs> I, got, I brought my homework in and I brought people down to do it, and it was really exciting because we only had a five minute slot, and 
it was quite a complicated. I think it was a differential it was a equation. Trivia problem, yeah. Yeah, and and so it was it was difficult. It was very hard, and people did solve it in their heads, which I can't yeah. do. I need to like do my working and stuff. But yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be talking about that a bit. Um, it's quite exciting to think about touring with Matt because we get to, I get to like ask him about maths and do maths puzzles. Maybe having like your that. homework backstage a couple of times. Yes. <laughs> Just bordering on cheating. But also that was very exciting for me to give my homework and be like, it's not a big deal. I just got some professors to do it for me. It's not a big deal. See, that is the, the it's it's the clash of the two cultures. It's a bit like the, the time once where backstage Richard Dawkins was having the French horn explained to him exactly why you place the hand there and how it all works. So that's the kind of thing we'll be looking for backstage and probably uh, in the auditorium as well. Yeah. Matt, what are you going to do? Probably some maths. Uh, stay on brand because uh, so, you've done some quite explosive things when we've done shows at Hammersmith and around the UK yeah so I mean cause, uh, what have we done previously we do we set stuff on fire using parabolic mirrors one time which is good find some mm-hmm. parabolas live oh. on stage we've done smoke rings toroidal vortices as they're correctly called uh, and other bits and pieces so what are they correctly called again toroidal vortices of course they are of course of course, of course a toroidal vortex or a smoke, smoke donut as I think they're not to reveal what, what Matt is planning for the Australian tour, but he did speak to me the other day and say, would it be possible if I did this props-wise? Like, uh, How maybe. many of our theatres have flying bars so we can <laughs> yeah. lower things onto the stage? So I will be Ooh. talking about pie, I think, is the current plan. Because I've seen Meow Meow do um, acrobatics at the Perth Theatre, so you never know your luck. You've got a very different mental image to what I'm planning <laughs> at the moment. Um, I will use a member of the audience as a volunteer. And so I, because I, people associate mathematics with being quite a, a boring, dry subject you're forced to learn at school. And so I thought I would try and come at it to why mathematicians love the subject, because it's always the surprising connections and things that link together that you don't expect. So I'm going to talk about pi, but I'm not going to really talk about circles at all, because I think circles are hugely overrated when it comes to to pi, as despite being the circle uh, constant. And so I'm going to look at other unusual places pi come uh, suddenly appears, which will involve suspending things. Hopefully, we're in the octagon in Perth, yes. aren't we? Yes. Okay. Yes. So there's a decent headspace there. If I remember from my (laughs) first year computer science lectures, that was my, uh, because I went to UWA back in the day. So I will actually be in one of the spaces where I had programming lectures in the late 90s. Wow, that's freaky. Try and derive pi live on stage. That's the goal. And what I'll be doing is standing at the side of the stage going, oh, look, we're only 40 minutes late. Yeah, that's what we don't know. So the shows do have a tendency to fill up quite quickly and 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 flow overboard a bit, so people can kind of expect anything to happen, I guess. Well, that's the the hope is that you you don't in any way replicate the same thing night after night. It certainly never happened in the hundred and twenty or so times that we've done versions of this show. So I would hate to think that wow. uh, there would be some kind of southern um, hemispheric influence that would suddenly create order uh, amongst the people. <laughs> Yeah, apart from the the people that are coming out from the UK, I think pretty much every other night the lineup is completely different with all the guests. Mm-hmm. And it's heading to New Zealand as well, so um, the opportunities to mix and match and, and change things completely on a different island as well. Yeah. Well, that's what people seem mainly very excited by you, Josie. What did you do in New Zealand You're last time you were there? Oh. People cannot believe you you're playing Wellington Christchurch. I love Josie Long. Well, 
I've been to New Zealand about three times to perform and I have always loved it. It's um, I've performed in Auckland and Wellington in the past. I don't think I went to Christchurch once with my sister on uh, my on my birthday and we went to crazy golf so probably got a bit of a reputation in that town for my golfing skills but I'm just thrilled to be back there I, I, I love performing there the crowds are amazing so yeah sorry guys I've put in the effort and been there before um, but I'm very I'm <laughs> thrilled to be going back there especially Wellington man what a city and I hope also we can make each one slightly specific to the uh, the town or the city that we're in I was thinking mm. that I might because I always go around all the art galleries and there's always something fascinating whether it's in yeah. uh, Sydney whether it's Melbourne whether um, Perth had some fantastic stuff as well wonderful Francis Bacon so I think that thing of and also looking at the science that has come uh, from all of these different locations and the kind of way that sometimes the landscape and the urban environment seems to perhaps uh, infect in a good way the mind we have a number of authors coming as well and with the the duo from Book Shambles I can imagine that we're going to be getting into a lot of book signing a lot of people getting into the writings of all of you we've got Matt Parker who's written Things to Make and Do in the Fourth Dimension which sounds completely mind-bending Professor Lucy Green who's written 15 Million Degrees and Dr Helen Sersky who's written Storm in a Teacup Physics Every Day and Robin Ince who I've lost track of how many books he's written now (laughs) The uh, do you know the, unfortunately the next one which is uh, the psychology of a stand-up comedian which is probably my uh, oh. uh, greatest unleashing of lunacy won't be ready by then but I have got a book where Josie uh, wrote a fantastic I did a couple of uh, anthologies of horror stories uh, with yes. various people including Stuart Lee and, and James A. Castor and Alan Moore and Josie's ghost stories having very good effect on people Starburst magazine that I've been buying since issue one 1978. They didn't mention my story, Josie. They mentioned yours. Nine out of ten for the whole book, and I think about eight out of ten of that is just for your beautiful story of ghosts. So you will be beginning to notice a lot of ghost stuff may be happening in our science tour. It won't won't merely be feeding the ghosts. Josie will be bringing the melancholy of the spirits. I think enjoying a bit of fun is you know it's is the core of what we're doing as well and i i think it's fun sometimes to bring in things that we know are ridiculous alongside things that we know are true and real you know i think that's what i like about it and i i really enjoy the fact that it's often a celebration of how art and imagination coincide with science and experimentation well, that's part of it. Until you've got the equations, uh, you're still allowed to be perhaps overly playful with ideas until they've, they've fallen into, look, this equation now is definitely the least wrong answer. Yeah. Alan Moore, who we, we've uh, had on, on Book Shambles a few times, a, the great author of, of, of many different things, including the, the, the vast novel Jerusalem. Uh, and mm. he is, he's one of the few uh, wizards that we have on the Infinite Monkey Cage, which is a science show, but does allow more uh, empirically sound wizards on. And yet that's the great thing, talking about ideas of consciousness, uh, some of the ideas of the mind and indeed ideas of kind of the block universal string theory. Because we don't necessarily have uh, equations which go, this is it, you can still play around. And that, that's what we want people to leave the, uh, the kind of show with is be playful with ideas. In the, and this is, you know, there, there is a lot of fun as, as Matt was saying, you know, the sad thing about mathematics where people kind of go, oh, it's just this very dry thing, as his book shows and, and all of his, his live events have shown. You can be very playful with mathematics. You can use it in many different ways to analyse the world in a very joyful fashion.